Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, the CM Punk WWE saga takes another twist. A disgraced ex-WWE star has been linked with a return. MJF has commented on that quarter's angle from Dynamite. And a backstage update on Jack Perry's AEW future. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this... Is the news. All right, obviously, big night last night, AEW versus WWE. We'll have complete coverage of those shows on multiple outlets today. Right here, you'll get Simon Miller with the Ups and Downs mm. special versus video. And over on the podcast channel... Yeah, we're reviewing both shows. Yeah, breaking them down, making noise. So we're not really going to talk about those shows too much here, uh, apart from one certain thing that we kind of have to talk yeah. about. Um, but... We're going to start off by talking about the latest twist in the CM Punk saga because it's taken a turn and it's quite significant. Last week, it was reported in the Wrestling Observer newsletter that Punk wanted to return to mm -hmm. WWE and had reached out to them for talks, uh, but that nothing was... Sorry, nothing mm -hmm. was agreed. Uh, and Dave speculated, he didn't report, he speculated uh, that Survivor Series would be a logical place for him to come back because it's in Chicago. Fightful Select reported last night that there have been no talks. Oh. And currently, CM Punk WWE Return is not on the cards, or is not at least something they've got planned. I'll go through because there are some important details to consider here. Um, yeah, the sources of Fightful have indicated that this return isn't currently planned. Higher-ups have claimed that talks of negotiations or rumours of negotiations between the two sides are false. And as of yesterday, WWE's internal claim is that Punk is not coming back uh, after he was fired with cause by AEW in September. Now, of course, uh, Survivor Series had been pegged as a potential landing spot, return spot for Punk. Uh, Fightful notes that WWE wanted to make uh, the lack of return talks clear uh, to any fan who was expecting Punk at Survivor Series. They want to temper expectations. Yes. They don't want people to walk into that show expecting Punk and then to go home disappointed, mm -hmm. um, which I think is very smart. Um, because in this era, people will take even the slightest <laughs> hint of stuff as a guarantee that someone's going to appear on the show. So it's smart of them to do this. There were more clues about CM Punk's WWE return last night on NXT because there was wrestling on that show and CM Punk used to wrestle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, uh, there, there were uh, people in their 40s on that show. Taker was on that. He wrestled Taker. There was at least one person with a shaved head. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, Fightful had previously reported that WWE had reached out, uh, that Punk, sorry, had reached out to WWE about coming back. 
but a punk adjacent source believes this is accurate. That being said, a punk was waiting to hear back from WWE and it doesn't sound like that's happened. Um, in a separate update, Fightful has noted, because people go crazy with this stuff, right? Yep. Fightful have noted that the details were unprompted. These, this new information came to them ah. unprompted. So someone reached out to them, presumably. Um, and it's from sources who have never worked the media before because there's no benefit in doing that. Um, you just completely undermine yourself in the future. Exactly. Yeah. And then it's like, well, do we want to get someone out in the media? Well, we worked that guy last time, so he's not going to use us. Um, you wouldn't do that to the best reporter in the game yeah. as far as like Scoopskis goes. Um, Talon had been outright told as well. They've asked, Talon and WWE have asked, hey, is Punk coming back? And higher ups have been like, nah, there's no, no plans. So. Hey, look, it's an evolving saga. I'm sure it will change again. Oh, yeah. In a day. Um, <laughs> but there you go. That's the latest. I know a lot of you are bored of this CM Punk stuff. I'm not. Uh, I really want the return to happen because yeah. uh, I want to watch a dumpster yeah, fire. Yeah, I was a bit devoed by this story, if I'm perfectly devoed. honest. Because obviously, like you say, Mel's is speculating. I think Nick Houseman suggested that Survivor Series could be a thing as well. Yeah. And obviously, he's got connections. So when I saw this story, I thought, yeah, yeah, but that's what they want you to think. Who's reporting this? Oh, Fightful Selects, they're usually absolutely spot on with their reporting. Yeah. So, yeah, temper your expectations for Chicago. But, uh, yeah, if it's not happening, absolutely understandable that WWE would be like, oh, God, people think he's going to show up. Yeah. Like, there's going to be the big Smart. finish for War Games or whatever, and people would be like, yeah, 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 but come on. Da -da 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 -da. And they'll be like, time to go home, everybody. Yeah. What? Yeah, that would be a bummer, uh, even, though they, even if they don't promise that you know there have been little teasers on raw with various moves and and sentences being used referencing punk so people would take that as like oh they did all that and then he didn't show up and it's like i would say good on them for pouring cold water on this yeah absolutely smart move uh, and in terms of the other side of the backstage fight all in, i'll tell you about jack perry in a short while but first uh, i'm going to talk about the disgraced ex wwe star that's been linked with a return now yesterday boozer wrestling on twitter uh, claimed that uh the velveteen dream Patrick Clark uh, was in therapy and was at the WWE Performance Center last night. Um, <laughs> but this was immediately shot down. Uh, PW Insider Mike Johnson, PW Insiders Mike Johnson even, stating that uh, he's not been at the PC in recent weeks. Actually, Clark himself on his Instagram story shot this down too. He said, I am not in a rehabilitation facility, nor have I visited Orlando, Florida, the WWE Performance Center, or any WWE events or facilities. Uh, encouraging people to uh, just highlight the people who are on weekly TV instead. Yeah. Fight will select. Again, coming through with some great reporting. Uh, I spoke to another WWE higher-up who said there was no interest in re-signing Clark. Uh, it would take something very shocking, they added, for the Velveteen Dream to reappear on WWE's roster. And a main roster talent added, I don't think he would get a job back after everything that's happened. I honestly don't think it's true, but I'm not there anymore, so I don't know. But I've never heard of someone not in the company chilling at the Performance Center unless they're in talks to sign or is officially signing. Yeah, I think I've had enough boozer wrestling uh, between this and the Bray Wyatt returning in September rumours um, that emerged a few months mm. ago. Uh, yeah, vociferous denials from basically everywhere, including Patrick Clark himself. Um, the circumstances of his WWE departure are well known. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the allegations against him warranted a WWE internal investigation. Those, those were in 2020, and he was let go in 2021. There was obviously more issues with him there as well. Yeah, he's not coming back. No. Um, 
I'm glad that outlets have moved to uh, get the truth out there with regards to this. And look, honestly, I'm glad that he has as well. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. He um, was a sensational talent, but uh, I don't think we're going to see him back in this business no, anytime soon or at all, probably. It's absolutely for the best. Yes. Um, right, let's let's talk about Dynamite uh, last night. We're going to talk a little bit about the uh, MGF uh, Bullet Club Gold segment because it's getting a lot of talk online. It's attracted a lot of criticism, uh, and you, you can understand why when you know the context. Mm -hmm. It was... Um, the kind of in-ring on the ramp confrontation, the Bang Bang Gang were in the ring, uh, MGF is on the ramp, obviously JY has stolen the the, the Triple B, uh, MGF's on the quest to get it back, they're gonna wrestle at full gear, that's the story, and by extension of feuding with JY, he's also kind of feuding with Juice Robinson in the mm -hmm. guns, because uh, that's how it goes. Uh, Juice Robinson cut a promo talking about how he was gonna be in the, uh, Dynamite Diamond Ring Battle Royal. Uh, MGF has obviously won that four years in a row. <laughs> so they're gonna, they've, they've already taken the belt from him. Now they're gonna take the diamond ring as well. Oh. Everything that he holds dear in pro wrestling. During this promo, uh, Juice Robinson pulled out a roll of quarters that had uh, Friedman, yeah. MGF's surname of course, written on them. Uh, and he said something like, I'm gonna knock you, knock you out with this or something along those lines. Yeah. Something along those lines. Now, Juice has used rolls of quarters as weapons in the past, but this holds a bit of extra significance in AEW um, because MGF has told the story several times on TV. I think the first time was in like 2019 on an episode mm -hmm. of Dark, um, where he spoke about like the, the anti-Semitic bullying that he's experienced throughout his life, including there's a story of him when he was at high school, uh, where you know bullies were throwing quarters at him and making anti-Semitic remarks. Um, and he's gone over that several times. Like, it's no secret. He, he's put it out there. Uh, so, for that, that's kind of coming back into the story. Mm -hmm. Like, there, you know, there's an illusion there for sure. Yeah. Uh, now, referencing the trauma uh, or the, the bullying, particularly at a time when what's currently going on, like the tragic loss of life in, in yeah. the conflict between Israel and Hamas at the moment, uh, the timing has obviously attracted criticism. And I think that's fair. Like, that, that is. Um, it's a fair point to make. Yeah, I think this of all weeks, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, MGF has addressed the situation on X and positive stuff from, yeah. from MGF here. Uh, I'll just read it to you. Tonight that piece of shit, Juice Robinson decided to bring up a story from my childhood that has left me scared. Um, I'm glad he did. He brought awareness to something uh, we've all gone through in one way or another, shape or form in our lives. On behalf of anyone who's ever been bullied for being different in any capacity, I look forward to leaving him scared too. I also look forward to this uh, on Thursday and he's uh, he's speaking uh, uh, the Stand Up uh, to Jewish Hate event, which is uh, Thursday. So there you go. So that's good, positive. Uh, Fightful have reported that AW sources have indicated that MGF cleared the line for TV and stuff. Yeah. So, look, obviously, I think there's a big difference between um, like, if this has come from NGF, there's a big difference be between him coming up with it and, like, someone from creative going, you must do this. Yes, There's yeah. no indication that that's happened whatsoever. But look, we're not the people qualified to give an informed opinion on this, right? Like, we can't sit here and break down uh, an incredibly complex situation like this. So, uh, I would suggest, across the board, You've got no entitlement to tell Jewish people how they should or shouldn't think about yes. this situation. So please refrain from doing that today. I've seen a bit of it already, and that's very disappointing. Uh, I think that the, the 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 criticism thrown at the timing of it, given global events, is is very fair. Yeah. Um, there we go. 
Yeah, I'm not really going to comment too much on this story. Like you say, We're not it's not my position this, to judge. Yeah. I think, yeah, there's already been too much performative discussion on this on Twitter. I think, yeah, unless you, you're in that situation, you can't really say anything about it. L listen to Jewish creators for their perspective on this thing. Yeah. And, you know, if, you, if you're outside of, of this uh, situation, today should be somewhere where you listen to the voices that actually matter in this debate. And Jeff is obviously one of them. He's yeah. at the heart of it. Uh, and, yeah, there we go. The good thing that's come out of it is him speaking at that event. Yeah, 100%. Uh, or at least promotion of him. He might have already been doing it. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit UH1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Uh, right, let's move over and talk uh, about Jack Perry. Obviously, we referenced him earlier with the CM Punk stuff. Uh, we haven't seen him, obviously, since All In, where he dropped the uh, FTW title to Hook and then got into it backstage with Punk. We all know what happened there. Um, and according to PW Insider Elite, AW is reportedly in no rush to bring him back to TV following his indefinite suspension. Mike Johnson actually writes that uh, sources believe that he's no longer suspended, but AW are in no hurry, as I say, to, to bring him back. Basically, I think the, the thought process is let's just let everything cool down and the, the longer we take, the more distance it is between what happened yeah. with him and CM Punk and, and right now, basically. I think this is a very sensible thing to be doing. I think yeah. there is yeah. an argument to be made, oh, what about their heat? Well, you can just do stories to create heat. You don't yeah. have to... <laughs> I mean, sometimes, I'll admit, sometimes utilising real-life stuff is great, yeah. but... Uh, not this for me. Yeah, I think it's probably wise for AEW at this stage to leave any and all CM Punk illusions in the past. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think it's smart for Jack Perry to come on television and reference it, for example. 
I think, you know, given that there's probably, various people have probably got their NDAs up their ass, like, all over the place yeah. uh, as a consequence of this, I think it's probably a good idea if we all just move on. So this is smart. I think this is the right approach. I would also say as well, I don't think it's a bad thing for this Jack Perry heel character to be away from TV for a while, just from a creative standpoint. Yeah. I don't think, for me personally, it's not really connected. I watch him on TV and it, I don't really believe the words that are coming out of his mouth. So perhaps taking like a month or two away from TV will allow him to refine, reflect, maybe come up with some new ideas, maybe get more comfortable in his skin, like with this character. I know he has said before that he doesn't really like cutting promos and stuff. Yeah. And obviously he's had to do an increased volume of these since, since going heel. Um, but that's just a fact of being a modern yeah, pro wrestler. You yeah. have to cut promos. Uh, so, hey, look, this is a good thing across the board. And I hope that uh, if Jack had any lessons, because we weren't in the room when this fight happened, we don't know what, like there's, there's stories from both, so they're all over the place. But if he had to learn any lessons from this, I hope that he has, and he comes back clear and refreshed. Yeah, I think there was a germ of an idea with the character that he had. I loved when he'd just be scarpering away from Hook all the time, was... like giving it the big end. That should be his character effectively. Not the same, don't read too much into this, but Dominic Mysterio-esque in terms of giving it the big end and then actually being like, oh, when it comes down to it, I'm gonna kind of fold under any pressure. So maybe he needs a heater with him or something like that. You know, his sort of, arrogant persona there's something there for me but you're right don't you don't need to utilize this and say like oh i'm a backstage shoot fighter now yeah like like stuff like that anna g line early on was just like what are you doing man this is so cringe mm. i will say there's a story right there and it's joining forces with christian cage and his gang like christian's almost like a cult leader at this point right I, just him saying the words i'm not their like mentor yeah. i'm not their like leader i'm their father yeah. and i was like Oh God! You are you are a demagogue, my friend. You are you are a sociopath. It's awesome. <laughs> I think it speaks volumes that on the big you know head-to-head -head show, like I said, all the coverage will be doing throughout the rest of the day. AW entrusted him to open the show. Oh, it bookended the show. Yeah, like, bookended. Like, good point. Yeah, like TNT title business, and then they had obviously the phenomenal uh, Strickland Danielson match. He bookended it, and in the book there was the book of Hobbs in there as well because Powerhouse Hobbs wrestled. So there you go. Synergy. You go. And Booker T was on the other channel. <laughs> Books, every literature. But if you don't like books and you like live shows instead, hey. look what's coming up. The Dadly Boys on tour. Uh, Tuesday, November 21st. It goes down at the Mosaic Tap in Newcastle. And tickets will go on sale on Friday at 10 a.m. It's going to be a sort of Glastonbury SQ. You know, you just have to wait your turn. You know, they'll probably sell out. So make sure you're there at 10 a.m. No, look, it would be great to have uh, five people there, to be perfectly honest. Whatculture.com forward slash tickets. We'll remind you throughout the rest of this week. But it's me... Hamlet, Sidgwick, maybe some special guest appearances. Not Simon Miller. He will definitely not be there. This is the, us doing the CM Punk thing. Miller will not be there, but we'll have a load of fun. Bloody good quiz. You know, all that. You want to get on it really quick. We have a very limited volume of 500,000 tickets on sale. <laughs> get there quick. The biggest podcast in the yeah. world is going live. It's basically this, and then we move on to Wembley. That's the yeah. plan. This is just the warm-up. Well, we're already selling 10 times Wembley's capacity, so that'd be a downgrade, if yeah. anything. <laughs> right. Let's move on to your questions. We sometimes take them from Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Today we, and the rest of this week, we will take them from the YouTube community page. So if you subscribe to what Culture, what Culture Wrestling, go on to the community. You can vote on who won the, the Tuesday Night War, what you think of the shows each day. Um, and on there, there's a little thread. That's where I took the questions from today, and that's where I'll take the questions from for the rest of this week, uh, except for tomorrow, because I'm not in in the morning, because uh, Eric's getting his injections. Don't know why I have to tell you that, but I have now. <laughs> uh, run 8 Ever. 
Uh, gets us the first question <laughs> today. Uh, it says, good day, legends. Good day. Hiya. Uh, everyone, uh, everyone continues to fantasy book their Adam Copeland AEW Dream matches, but I want to know, what's your pick for the rated R debut oh. at Wrestle Kingdom? I want to see him stand across from Tama Tonga in the Tokyo Dome. Tommy Tonga in the Tokyo Dome. Tommy Tango himself. Tom- Timmy Toodles. Friend of the channel. Know. Sorry, Tama. Sorry, Tama. Uh, hmm. Yeah, it was really fun when he was in the media the other day talking about wrestling Okada and stuff. I was like, he, this Adam Copeland is such a smart dude. Yep. Like he knows he knows what's going to get people excited, and that got me excited. So fair play to mm-hmm. him. Um, he's he just comes across as a really nice man as well, which is good. Um, for me, Will Osprey. Yeah. Uh, I know that you know this year it's probably going to be Osprey Omega Free, which will be sick. I would love that. Uh, but if you're not going to do that, I think Osprey and, and Copeland would be oh, wild. Um, because, like, Osprey's just cutting-edge modern wrestler. What does he look like in the ring against, like, a very... I, this is, look, this is not an insult. A very WWE-styled wrestler. Yeah. That's what Copeland is, man. He, for, what, 25 yeah, years? Yeah, play, he plays those beats. He plays, like, drama in the front row and the back row of the giant stadium. And I think it would be really cool seeing that in the Tokyo yeah. Dome. So him meshing with Osprey would be really cool. I think him and Ishii would be really weird. I was about to say Ishii. Uh, I thought I'd leave like that. would be so strange. Um, but... At the same time, I think Adam Copeland would fit Okada's big match 30 minute mm-hmm. formula like a glove, and I think it'd be amazing. Yeah, I think any of them would be absolutely perfect. Or Yano. <laughs> Yano's always my pick when people, because I don't really know a great deal about New Japan outside of the obvious ones that you've mentioned. And Yano. <laughs> and Yano, and like the character that I've been shown since joining What Culture, I'm like, I love this guy. <laughs> RVD Come selling on. DVDs. I love Yano. He's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. He's not, but you know, he, I love him. He is. Yeah. They have a saying, you know. They have a saying. It goes back decades and decades and decades. Uh, coined by George Orwell, I believe. Tired of Yano, tired of life. So there you go. George Orwell. Ben Alderton gives us our second question today. Uh, ben says, uh, "Morning, legends. Morning, Ben. Uh, while he's had misses, the majority of the time, a Paul Heyman guy rises to that next level." Mm. If Cody does indeed finish the story at Mania, please God, uh, could Heyman turn on Roman for a debuting Braun Breaker uh, the Raw after WrestleMania? Yeah, I think him managing Braun's a really good idea. I don't well, know. Well, good if, last night. Yeah, I don't know if it necessarily needs to be like a turning on Roman type thing. No. Um, I actually kind of like the idea of like them endorsing, like Roman kind of endorsing him on TV as well as he did on the phone last night. Mm. Um, Trying to recruit Ava. Yes. She hasn't got a surname, she's the rock's daughter. Just she's Ava. Just Ava. <laughs> just Ava. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a good idea. I think it's a good partnership. I think that uh, if you want to establish Braun as someone that people should be taking paying attention to, put him with Heyman. Yeah. Uh, I will say, big fan. Heyman with the grey hair at the moment. Great yeah. Luke. Great Luke. Well, <laughs> like Paul Grey, man. <laughs> I think last night was a really unproductive use of Braun Breaker, that being said. I think that you did... Right, you did such... You don't a- think they're doing a long-term storyline with The Undertaker? pay it off at Wrestlemania oh gosh um, I think that look they did a great job early on oh I'm gonna someone phone Roman Reigns all of that stuff Braun Breaker love this guy the entrance the badass Braun Breaker and I thought you know Braun getting a win over his uh, rival in the main event really good stuff Undertaker comes out and he just kind of went back to the way WWE books legends in these spots why did the Undertaker choke slam him? You know what would have really made Braun Breaker last night and got people really hyped for a main roster arrival? Perhaps in the scenario that the, the the person who's asked the question, 
Undertaker goes, where's my yard? I'm the badass. Braun Breaker spears him. Spears him out of his boots. Yeah. Perfect way to close the show. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be really intriguing as a man who watches NXT week in and week out. What happens following the show? Because it was just you know loads. We all know what happened. Both shows put loads of stuff on to try and make people watch to win the war and did it. And we'll see how that plays out later on today. NXT's of course. gonna win. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it's one of those ones where, <laughs> barring like a few things, the bad of being bad boom battle royal great um it is going to be just sort of a little island that yeah. they never really reference again like yeah. i don't think kian and james are going to be like i'm going to tie with asker i think yeah. it was very much like what's the justification to having asker on the show kian james has done a business yeah this is it it's like you understand the why, why the show what i'm not saying it was a bad show last no, night but it wasn't stretch. it's nxt it's always great yeah it's 10 out of 10 every every uh, week actually um but there was just, I think there was more productive ways to use the legends. Yeah, that's and fair. I think, like, the idea that Braun Breaker gets over just by sharing the ring with The Undertaker is nonsense and has been proved proved so historically time and time again. And they, they, they think they changed their ways, yeah. WWE. That Raw is Triple X. It was like, oh, okay, the legends got their ass hand kicked by Imperium the new guys. Running yeah, away from, awesome. Uh, DX getting kind of scared by Imperium and stuff. Yeah. Not like. Seth Rollins would be like, can I get in on the hug? Yeah. And they did the Raw's 25 thing. They booked it that way to try and win the night, which I think they would have yeah. anyway. Uh, I just wish they'd used it to elevate some of these mm. younger people by going over the other people. Mm. But Braun's going to be a, a huge star on the main roster, obviously. I think Paul Heyman makes sense with you if you're lining with him. I think Braun can cut promos, but I think you could do the sort of the latter stage Paul Heyman Brock Lesnar thing of Paul Heyman mostly talks for him, but occasionally he goes If you know you know. Final question today comes from <laughs> a Pev's Bear. I don't know if I've said that the right way. Okay. Hey guys, despite the rocky past of the TNT title, do you think a match between Adam Copeland and Christian Cage would immediately elevate it again? I think it's already elevated, my friend. I think it's coming across as the most important title in AEW right now. I think that Christian Cage's unblemished, uninterrupted four-month run with the belt has done absolute wonders. <laughs> Facetiousness aside, I think it's great at the yeah. moment. I think that that title has had a bad couple of years. Uh, I think that you're right. I think that it was undermined. I think that it was thrown around too much. I think that we moved too far away from the great reigns of like Cody Rhodes uh, first Darby Allen reign Miro reign Sammy Guevara was great as well and it just flopped about all over the place and I agree it was it was totally undermined the Wardlow reign was suboptimal um, I think it's back already baby yeah. but I do agree that doing Christian versus oh. Edge for it is get, would be sorry Christian versus Copeland for it uh, would be uh, another elevation and I think you'll get yet another elevation this week we're getting Christian Cage versus Brian Danielson man what a life it's good to be alive. I forgot about that. Yeah. 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 Copeland versus Christian, presumably at the pape. Yeah. Money, that is. What, what a run this Christian guy's on, man. Amazing. The cager. Hot young talent. And the cooper. Yeah. yeah. Love this. It's like the thing about pro wrestling, man. You know, one of the most satisfying things in the world is watching these young talents following their journey. <laughs> getting good, getting good, getting good. Breaking out, winning world titles. Doing, like, we've watched MJF, Darby Allen, all these people, like, rise up to the top. Another one of my favorite things in all of pro wrestling is watching my old favorites age gracefully. Yeah. Not in the sense of coming and burying younger talent, in the sense of adapting their style, yeah. working to modern standards, compensating for what they've maybe lost physically and still finding ways to offer modern products and elevate people. It's exactly what Christian and Copeland are doing so far and I think that's great. Samoa Joe's doing a great job of yeah. it right now as well. It's just fascinating. I love it. Do you know what one of my favorite things is, Andy? Clicking on this video. This video right Me here. Me too, I've clicked on it five times already, man.
So should you. Bye. Bye. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend that I don't right <laughs> Hold now. it in, hold on. And our current faves. And Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trend says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Subtle results, still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.